Welcome to Kingdom Talk Radio Hour with Dennis McCord, founder of God Hope Ministries, along with co-host Dr. Michael Bogart, president of Aspect Ministries. Kingdom Talk is where Christ is King, and we are the subjects and citizens of the Kingdom of God. Yes, here we are once again on Kingdom Talk Radio Hour. That's Talk Radio 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town on this fall, uh, Saturday afternoon here in Central California in Fresno. And as always, we are talking all things kingdom. I have my uh, co-host here, Loto from Loto Ministries and also Ty from Loto Ministries. Gentlemen, it's great to to be together again once in, once in the name of the Lord again. Amen. Yes, yes sir. Yes, these are amazing times. So we're going to be continuing to talk uh, about what's going on uh, in the kingdom of God and how that Jesus Christ is alive and well and moving in uh, planet Earth, in his people, mm. with his people, to glorify his name. Again, as always, you can join us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, and uh, our email is kingdomtalk at gmail.com, and we do now have a podcast yes. on Spotify. Just go to Spotify and, and subscribe there uh, to Kingdom Talk uh, Radio there, and we'll continue to keep you uh, just in the conversation, uh, in the fellowship, the participation of the gospel of the kingdom of God, because we're focusing in on what it is to be citizens of the kingdom of God and also be citizens of in America, uh, which is secondary to our primary identity in Christ as the children of God, as subjects of the king, and as citizens of of the kingdom of God. You know, Paul said that our citizenship is in heaven Mm -hmm. in Philippians, right? So we look up uh, to heaven where our citizenship is. And so it's, uh, it's, it's such a, an amazing thing that God trusts us to represent him on planet earth, to be those citizens that are representing as agents of the kingdom, as emissaries, really like ambassadors uh, from another country, another kingdom going to a different kingdom and having sovereign ground established Amen. in that kingdom uh, that is uh, like a, a, an embassy, right? Isn't that what we find in, in our body politic? There's, there's, there's ambassadors and embassies. Yes, and that land, they, that, that land is actually sovereign to each nation. They're, re- they're literally not under... Uh, some of the laws that are national laws because they are in sovereign ground in that in that embassy. And so as citizens, we're expanding that territory um, to be beyond just like a, a, one building, right? Mm-hmm. It's about expanding and, and a little stone becoming a great mountain and filling the whole earth, isn't it? Amen. Yes. And so, Loto, um, we have things to talk about today, but I want get, to get right into what's going on with uh, Loto Ministries with regards to... Um, the juvenile hall and things that God is doing mm-hmm. there. It's such an important ministry, but I just want to let people know we are going to be touching on how to be those glory bearers, how mm-hmm. to reflect the gospel in the context of, well, juvenile hall in the context of schools, school board yes, meetings. We, we have uh, AB 1184. We're going to talk about that. The governor signed that. And that's where uh, Newsom uh, is allowing children to hide sex operations and abortions from their parents we're going to get into that some more. How do we take a stand on that? Um, we're going to talk about the California Comprehensive Sex Education and the pornography and such that's being really disseminated to the students from the school, schools and teachers in certain cases. We're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with leftist ideology 
creeping in, not even creeping in now, it's just full, full blown in some cases, like up in Sacramento where an Antifa member uh, was threatening children uh, if they didn't basically align with his ideology, which was a Marxist leftist Antifa ideology that he was going to, you know, they were going to pay for it, that he was threatening them. And we're going to talk about also uh, what's going on with the uh, this current administration in Washington uh, and the Justice Department uh, concerned about parents being a threat. Mm. And it's and so how we stand against all threats, okay, against all intimidation, maybe even especially intimidation and threats that come from a administration that views parents as a threat. Don't get me wrong. We stand against any intimidation, any threats. Mm-hmm. We want to represent Christ in the spirit of Christ in humility. But um, as if uh, somehow this is a major problem. Yeah, there are some that are radical and, 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 and animated too much, too passionate maybe, or maybe not even just angry and radicalized. Don't, don't get me wrong. We stand against that. We reject it. We want nothing to do with it. We renounce it. And, and we are peacemakers, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But, um, but we don't think that there's a huge problem with parents uh, being the problem with, mm-hmm. with what's going on in our school district. It's actually the opposite. It's, it's the administrators largely. Now, again, there's great administrators, great teachers. There are those who are really have the children's best interest at heart, many of them, maybe the majority of them, probably, probably the majority. Um, but it's just time for, for us as uh, really citizens of the kingdom of God, but just citizens, to speak up and not let this just go unchecked. Now, having said that, because we're going to get back into that, Loto, you know, you're an anointed uh, evangelist, you're an anointed teacher, and um, you have a heart of a pastor, too, for young people especially. And so when you go in uh, and to juvenile hall, I mean, that's an amazing environment. These these kids are broken and such, and uh, have families that are dysfunctional and yeah. uh, all kinds of um, issues as far as sin with drug addiction, sex addiction, and such. And you've been in there, right in the belly of the beast, just recently again, haven't you? Yes, sir. What's been going on? Oh my gosh, a, a lot, a lot. Just recently. Um, We've had, we've had a fantastic week this week uh, with the juvenile hall ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's a really interesting dynamic. You know, to sit in your living room and watch the news and you hear about something. You know, a youth did whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, whether a kid got caught for stealing a car, even even murder. You know, or or, or or anything within that range, and to sit there and say, well, I guess we're going to see him this weekend. You know. Um, so it's it's a very interesting dynamic, you know. Um, it's a humongous opportunity, and it, it and it's actually a privilege, you know, to to understand that, man. We literally have a hand in uh, redirecting um, and having an impact on the situation with our youth here in the city and the yeah. community mm-hmm. uh, here in the valley. Um, so you know, we uh, we're we're in there every other Sunday mm-hmm. for uh, we offer uh, a worship service. Because when we before we went in, we wanted to make sure that we're offering something that we're not getting already. You know, at that time, kids had a lot of Bible studies. They had a lot of different programs, amazing programs, amazing mm-hmm. ministries, already doing a lot of that. But the one thing that we saw that, that was missing was uh, they they didn't really have a Sunday morning worship experience. Okay. And so we wanted we wanted to provide that, and we kind of wanted to normalize that for them, so that when they get out, it. it on Sunday mornings, if they're sitting at home or sitting out there in the streets, 
they almost feel like they're missing something because they've been so used to having this Sunday morning uh, worship right. experience. But it has just been the most incredible thing to witness, you know, how God moves. You know, we have kids in there when, when we were doing worship. I still remember the time when, when the kid kind of was putting his hands up, you know, but, but doing like some action things to the song. Really didn't know that. But what was amazing was nobody told that kid what to do. Nobody told that kid mm-hmm. how to respond to, to worship. And yet this kid is trying to respond to worship. Approximately how old was he? Oh, this kid's probably 14 or 15. Wow. You okay. know, so our age group is uh, is uh, is now maybe 13, 14, all the way up to 24, 25, because of the changes that uh, that, that Governor Newsom just signed in, which is uh, where they're shutting down all of the YAs, uh, the um, uh, youth authority uh, places, like the one in Stockton and all that. So a lot of people don't know, but there is no more YA. Uh, they're sending all the kids back to uh, to the counties, to their own juvenile halls, um, and, but there's a lot of things in work to help subsidize that or, or, you know, as far as the, the work and the load and all that. But so, so we have, we, we'll have kids anywhere from, again, from 14 to 24 year old, you know, which, which for us, we're, we're pretty excited about, especially for the older ones, because again, we literally get to hold their hand and walk them into adulthood so that by the time they get out, they, they already, they already know how to make good decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, prison without rehabilitation is, is a waste. Yeah. It's, it's the worst way you can waste your money. Because those kids will go in at 15 years old. If there's no rehabbing, if there's no pro-growth programs, mm-hmm. they're going to come out uh, 20 years later, 15 years old still, because mm-hmm. there was no development mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you know, okay. or even physically. But so, 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 uh, you know, now it's getting to a point where, you know, this is, this is volunteer work. Uh, my wife has a, a, has a full-time job. Uh, I do a lot of ministry out here. Um, but now we're getting to a point then is that, we're almost forced into a corner where I, I really have to slap it, you know, in, in boogie, you know, for fundraising because to to do what we're doing effectively at the level that we're going now, that we're getting, we're living up to, it, uh, Maria has to be there full time. She has to be available full time. Yeah, you know, we we had to we we had to our our schedule is looking like a pretzel right now, moving things around so we can visit with the kids because these kids are hungry for visits. We had an awesome uh, visit a couple of days ago. Now, I want to hear about that. Now, Maria is your wife. She's yes. your assistant in ministry. I mean, she's a, oh, she's a minister. I'm going to say she's, she's a minister boss. in yeah, her yeah. own right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. so she's uh, anointed of God. She mm-hmm. goes in there with you. Yeah. And uh, and so you two have been married how long? Uh, we just celebrated 23 years Amazing. in August. Amazing. Yeah. And, and, and you got married after uh, you were blinded by yes, a gunshot. Yep. 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 Okay. Yep. Uh, and so she, you, you've been together twenty three. You have how many children? You have. We have five beautiful kids. Okay. And then and, we have a hundred spare sitting over there on American and ninety nine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So 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 now um, she is working full time uh, and also helping you with the ministry. And so what you're realizing is is that um, there's so much going on. God is doing so much with regards to the youth uh, in your ministry and opening doors and such that it's becoming apparent that it's hard, it's almost impossible for her to do both. Yes, yeah. Right. And, and to be honest, you know, with her, you know, I, I get to see her and I get to get, you know, take some of the credit and all that. But to be honest, this is all her baby. Okay. There, no, I, 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 I'm I, convinced in my heart, and not just because <laughs> it's my wife, but nobody loves these kids like Maria does. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody will ever come close to loving her. Except our current chaplain, Chaplain Clymer, he's he's poured over fifty years into into doing the hall. You know, he's our hero. You know, he's really our example. You know, um, 
we're successful because of the the, the path that he laid out for us and you know and for you know for the rest of us but we have an amazing team Come on. Um, you know that that goes in with us without them we we couldn't do what we do today but you're maria has man. really been the brainchild behind this well you're you know? a wise man you know giving honor where honors do and you're, you're, you're saying that in all sincerity you're not just oh no yes. you're not just yeah. knowing you know uh, where your yeah. bread is buttered, you know, you, mm-hmm. it, 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 you're, you're yeah. saying that in, in reality. And uh, I have met Maria, mm-hmm. and I know that this is altogether true. Yes. So, so how do people contact your ministry? So we have a website, uh, a website, lotsofministries.com. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of active on, on social media. Yeah. You can catch me on Instagram with lotsofministries.com right. also. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Facebook uh, uh, with big, uh, big Lotso or Lotso Ministries. And then uh, we're working on a whole nother business called just Loto L O T O, okay, uh, which uh, which stands for uh, Life of the Overcomer. Okay, and uh, that you know that's that's where a lot of my speaking stuff will go and uh, writings. Uh, I'm I'm in the middle of uh, finishing up a couple of books, you know, and different curriculums and all that. So 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 you can go to lotominstitute.com to find out more information if you want to help if you believe in the things that we're talking about today. And the things that we do, we we would absolutely appreciate uh, any support, you know. But but with or without, we're gonna do it because these kids, they they're not. Uh, crime doesn't wait for us to be ready for it. There you, <laughs> you go. Know, you know, you yeah. uh, 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 crime doesn't wait. You know, till till the rest of us is ready to do something about it. No, crime's just gonna do what it does. So we need to get in front of it, you know. But like I said, you know, we had an awesome meeting. Yeah. And 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 I, and I want to share about the meeting because, uh, or the visit because it really highlights, you know, why we do this. We had a kid. Uh, so we went to um, to visit a couple other kids, and they were already scheduled. Uh, parents asked us if we could move with them. Also, if if you have a kid, if you're listening and you have a kid in juvenile hall, we don't really want to help the kid. That kid came came from a family. We want to help the family. But if there's a kid in juvenile hall, then obviously there's a victim out here. If your child has been a victim of of crime or anything like that, we want to serve. We want to help everyone. You know, uh, uh, and we also served our the staff there at juvenile hall. It's just incredible. So we went in and we visited a couple of kids uh, by request of the parents. And uh, when one of them saw us walking in, he jumps us and says, hey, are you guys visiting people? And we said, yeah. Can I get a visit? I said, sure. <laughs> you know, but, but let, 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 you know, we got to let's, let's get a schedule together. You know, uh, I, I, we want to always make sure we're not interfering with what Juvenile right. Hall is already doing. Good. We do not want to hinder what they're doing. We want to be an asset. We want to help them, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so. So we, we got, you know, thank God we were able to meet him the following day. And we get in there, and the only reason, Dennis, he wants to meet with us, mm-hmm. I just want to know more about this whole Christian thing. Wow. <laughs> you said, well, I'm sorry, we're not here for that. We yeah. have to move on. Yeah. <laughs> but but he's not asking for, you know, whole, I, I want to get a hold of my, my family, or nobody's talking to me, or I want that. No, no, no. He just wanted to know thank about you, this Christian thing. And my goodness. If you are involved with ministry and especially youth, I am begging you. I am beckoning you with all of my heart. Teach them the basics. Yeah, we have left basic, and I saw the danger of of leaving the basics out. These these poor kids. We're talking to them about you know how to read a, or or to read verses. Okay, I need you to read five verses a day, and I'm giving this whole spill. You know, I get to every kid. You know, when when we're launching them off into a relationship with Jesus. And the question that, that, and they're sitting there, and ten minutes into it, he asks, "What's a verse? How do I find a verse? <laughs> Something so basic, wow. but it's gone over our head because we take it for granted because we live in a Christian atmosphere environment. You know, where 
you know, these kids grew up here. So we just take it for granted. Everybody knows what we're talking. So now we got to strip it all the way back and just teach them basic Bible 101. We literally have to show the kid, how do you find the, the book at the, at, start at the front with the table of contents. And then well, how do you find the chapter? It's the big number. How do you find the verse? It's the little verse, you know? I mean, something so simple, mm-hmm. so basic, you know, but we always overlook because we just take it for granted. Oh, well, they grew up here. You know, they, they, they know. No, they don't know. Mm-hmm. They don't know. So for everyone, uh, all, all you youth pastors and youth leaders working out here, make sure your kids know the basic. Make sure because chances are they might not. So that's why they never pick up the Bible. Why? It's not because they don't want to read it. They don't know how to read it. And as soon as they open it up, they're already lost. They're already lost. I don't wow. know about you, but I don't like reading a map that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's you know. so that's so important to not just take for granted that people understand, you know, Old mm-hmm. Testament, New Testament, what's the yeah. verse, things like that, to really yeah. be able to take the time to uh, just initiate people into the faith. And then, and then when, when, when you go back and you study these things, because now we have to write up a whole new curriculum. We have to create a whole new course. It's a basic Bible 101. But I've learned so much, you know, and when you do that, it just refires your, your passion, your love, and your faith, for you know, in God. Mm-hmm. You know, I, this Bible, I'm falling with the love with the Bible all over again. You know, the Bible is written in three parts. It's written in history. It's written in poems. You know, and it's also written in letters, you know. And then you, then you, you know, you get to know the Old and the New Testament again, you mm-hmm. know. And you, you realize, like, why God broke, divided it in two. What was the purpose of the Old Testament? What's the purpose of the New Testament? And and it just becomes this whole you just catch this whole new fire and, and just this just just capacity to 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 relearn everything and, and it really just refreshes your 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 faith and it refreshes your relationship with Jesus. So again, I encourage everyone that works with youth, you know, make sure that you you're getting your kids the basic stuff before we move on to, you know, giving them tri tip, you know. Yeah. But they still need Gerbert. There you, know? you go. Uh Paul says that um you know, we're to grow uh, by the sincere milk of yes. the Word of God. Yes, sir. Yeah, and so we need to always be laying out a full, you know, uh, buffet-style teaching when we're with a large group because you may have people that are brand-new believers. You may have people that have been walking with Jesus for 40, 50 years and have been students of the Bible for decades. So so depending on the audience, right, we mm-hmm. need to be able to be flexible. You know, Jesus multiplied the fishes and the loaves to feed everybody. Yes. And so we have to be willing to to be that uh, one who is addressing people yeah. where they're at. Can, can I give another example? Yes. So so one thing I learned is, is, is the last place I thought I would live or learn something like this, but the dentist. Dennis, I dreaded the dentist <laughs> growing up. I mean, I would rather get shot again than go to the dentist. And I'm not exaggerating. I'm serious. When I heard that, it's like, oh, my gosh, my life is ending right now, you know. But but the reason is because I wasn't prepared for those things. Yeah, I just started going to the dentist again recently. It has become something that I look forward to now. It's what, what I learned from these visits now uh, uh, recently. You can go for is, me, by the way, if you really yeah. look forward to it. So. <laughs> <laughs> but the difference maker is knowledge. Information reassures. Inf- yes. that, that's what I learned. Information reassures. See, yes. Because before when I used to go, I didn't know what they were doing. And nobody prepared me for anything. So as soon as that sound went on, I always related that sound, you know, to pain. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my gosh, it's coming, you know. But I wasn't ready for that, you know. But but now this new dentist and the assistant, man, I love them so much because 
they they give me a lot of information. Okay, this is why we do this. So now I know why that thing grinds. Now mm-hmm. I know what the purpose is. Yeah. Now I know why they got to stick that needle in my mouth and yeah. numb it up. Now now you know so so and then they tell me okay it's coming yeah, before they return it on. So I'm ready. I brace myself and I'm ready for it. Yeah. But the the difference maker is the information. Right. Is I have the proper information. You know. And so again, you know, tying that back to this. When these kids have the information of why the Bible and how to read the Bible and where the Bible is even from, man, they, they will embrace it. Like, oh, I get it now. I really do need to read this Bible because there's no way I can spiritually survive without this Bible. This really is the Word of God. And then next time when somebody comes to them and says, well, how do you know the Bible's true? What about all these contradicting verses? You know, And then the kid is able to respond you know, and say, no, those are actually not contradicting. English happens to be the most complicated uh, language in the world, mm-hmm. you know, so it really makes a lot of things, you know, look as, as, as they are, but really it doesn't mean that. You have to go back to original meanings. Then you'll see it's not going so, so to. So that's how we're equipping those kids. Now, we're talking about juvenile hall. Yeah. We're talking about youth group, you know, yeah. in a church. It's a juvenile hall. And if we could do that juvenile hall, you can do it at home and you can do it in your youth groups. There you go. Yeah. We need to do that. We need to yeah. be. Uh, being brought into remembrance mm-hmm. and, uh, in, in the basic things, even though we're established in the present truth. So there's nothing wrong even for those of us who've been walking with the Lord for a while that we, to go back to the basics ourselves. Oh, we have to. We, we have to yes. do that. You know, you're yes. listening to Kingdom Talk Radio here at uh, 1550KXEX every Saturday from 12 to 1 here in Central California. Uh, we're airing throughout the region here. Uh, we're going all the way out to Parlier and, and Selma, up to Oakhurst, up in the mountains, and uh, uh, and uh, Coarse Gold, all the way Fresno, Clovis, surrounding area, every Saturday. Please join in with us uh, as we talk all things kingdom here on Kingdom Talk Radio. Yes. Now, the thing is, is uh, even Paul tells Timothy, a man of God, mm-hmm. he says, I, I put you in remembrance. This is 2 Timothy chapter yes. 1, verse 6. I put you in remembrance that you stir up the gift of God, which is in you, yeah. by the putting on of my hands. So even Timothy needed to be reminded about the basics of stirring up the gifts. And he said, uh, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of self-discipline. Be, therefore, not ashamed of the testimony mm. of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, mm. but be a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. And so, so when we step out, Loto, we're putting ourselves at risk for pushback. You know, the Bible says all those who live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So mm-hmm. if we're not suffering any pushback or any persecution, mm-hmm. we may want to really look in the mirror of God's word and say, yes. hey, am I living very godly? Yeah. Am I really taking a stand? Yeah. yeah. And so Jesus said that we are the light of the world. So we do need to speak. We need to go into juvenile hall like you're doing yeah. and reach out to these kids. And yeah. we need to go you know, into the marketplace. You know, yes. I, do, I do work for National Right Your Congressman, and Amen. it's a membership organization. Yeah. I, I talk with uh, dozens of business leaders every day of the of, of the work week, and I'm out yeah. there, and I can share the gospel in the context, and I uh, pray with business owners, but also encourage them to be engaged uh, in every sphere of society, yes. and, and specifically the body politic. And um, so when when issues come up, you know, um, that are affecting our children. I mean, you have you're such a have such a father's heart, Loto. Mm. Uh, you know, your son Ty here working That's closely right. with you. So, Ty, um, you know, uh, with with regards to what's going on in the world, um, you know, it's a challenge sometimes to represent Christ and to share the gospel, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, especially being young, because it's like so easy 
well, not not that the age demographic d- means anything, but just uh, now, it's so easy just to fall into oh, but you know everybody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. You know these Peer people pressure. are doing it. Yeah, and it's yeah. like it's what's 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 a trend? What's what's the cool thing to do? What's a really a cool uh, a way to stay relevant? And mm-hmm. there you <clears> go. Something God showed me last Sunday, um, coming back from church, and he he said something that meant like pretty much the world to me and he said don't trade the reverence for the relevance mm. because i kind of found myself like okay lord how can i become relevant mm. you know how can i how can i you know have a voice in this world mm-hmm. and, and and he was just showing me like different leaders and different people um in my life who have stayed in the reverence and are relevant now mm-hmm. and and he just put it on my heart like these are the leaders i have set before you that you have to follow and and um it's not following these influencers that you know this world has on these younger generations it's following these leaders that actually pour things into your lives that build you up in in such a dark world and a lot of them were were pastors but mainly really dad in my life that was just not just a pastor not just a father but a leader in the home mm-hmm. and and it's how it talks about um you know, for me in my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Yes. And that's something, you know, dad didn't even have to say, but it's something that has always been just evident in the household that Christ is going to be the center of this, of this house and going to be the foundation of this house. And, uh, we were talking in our devotion yesterday about the difference or not. We were talking, I heard dad talking to someone else about the, the two, the two, the wise man and the foolish man building their house on the sand or the rock, Mm -hmm. you know, Matthew seven, and it's like, what, what are we building our house on? You know, and then for me, what, what, keeps, what keeps me founded is what has dad already built his house on? Because how it talks about honor your mother and father yes. so that you can have a long and prosperous life. And it's like, why does it say that? Like, do we honor them so that we can receive that prosperous life? And mm-hmm. like, no, we, we honor them because, you know, that's what God tells us to do, to be obedient unto them and honor them. Right. But you have that prosperous and long life because yeah, the they've problems. already been through that thing. That's good. They've already, I don't have to go into a gang and get shot because my dad has, has already has has that testimony for me to learn from. And if I'm not learning That's from really it, good. I'm being ignorant. I love that. So, you so know? yeah. So the the promise of a long mm-hmm. life that it may be well with you. Yeah. Okay. In honoring your father and mother, um, it is it intricately linked to your relationship to your parents. And the example that they've given you so that you can draw from their wisdom to keep you from making major mistakes yeah. and having to learn by the school of hard knocks. Yeah. So you end up having a long life because you are honoring your father and mother and following in their footsteps because they're following in the footsteps of Jesus. Yes. And and it's That's so good. It's so cool that you say that because this morning my prayer was a prayer of thankfulness of the leaders that God has put in my life in, in, in the church, the, the pastors and dad. And and I was like, okay, Lord, like, of course I got to I got to thank you for them. But he made it so evident. That he said, "Son, I know that you've had a trouble believing in who I am. So I've set these leaders in your life who are the who 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 you can understand the closest um, to to being like examples of who he is, mm-hmm. examples of Jesus Christ. I've given you a physical example, you know, the closest. Although they're they're flesh and they're man, and they'll fail you at times. Mm-hmm. But I've I've allowed you to see how how." they exemplify me mm. to build your faith. And and I started looking over the years. It's like, man, like I did look up to these men as as believers and followers of Christ. 
And now I have my own faith of, okay, now I like, I believe in you, Lord, you know, because Mm -hmm. the leaders before me, because, you know, living out the gospel in the home. Exactly. Okay. And that's what we're talking about here on kingdom talk radio, 1550 KX EX. And, uh, we're talking kingdom. We're talking about the gospel, living out the gospel. And as Paul said, that uh, we we need to stir up the gift of God Amen. given unto us, and not mm-hmm. to be ashamed of the testimony of the gospel, right, mm-hmm. of the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. uh, but be a partaker of the afflictions. Now, uh, the thing is, is um, you know, there's this uh, pushback going on right now. Uh, you know, uh, domestic terrorism. Really, I mean, uh, the Biden uh, Attorney General tells FBI to protect school boards from parents. I mean, really, uh, this is a real major like national t- catastrophe. We need to be zeroing in and spending uh, our, our tax dollars. I mean, I get it. We, you know, we, 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 we should be self-policing on that. We know uh, if anybody's getting out of control and we do, and I've been participating mm-hmm. in school boards and, you know, we have conversations afterwards if, and, and making sure that we're not being too uh, intimidating or, yes. you know, maybe uh, unnecessarily divisive and all that, because there's a lot of passion when it comes to our children, we get very protective and uh, very much want to stop any harm being done to them. Yeah. And so, but um, to think that somehow this is a major threat in America, I think is, is, is misplaced uh, effort and, and funds myself. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is in the school board meeting last night uh, in Clovis, um, there was some real breakthrough. Uh, I really Thank recommend for people to go on to uh, CUSD. Uh, the Clovis Unified School District uh, website. Go in there, and and there's there's an archive of meetings, and they're not showing it live anymore, but they are putting it up like the day later, so it should be on later today, and and watch that meeting. Um, the presentations by the parents were passionate. They were well uh, metered out. They were thoughtful, um, mostly respectful. Some of them were a bit, you know. Um, feeling like that the the school board was the enemy. Uh, but um, there was a shift in the school board, I think, in the way that they're viewing this. And we're wanting to win them over. We're wanting to support the school board. And we are 100% for them when they take a stand for the children and not allow... I mean, this is hard to believe, but uh, this newly emboldened governor, Newsom, uh, is, is patting himself on the shoulder because he's going to be the first state... Uh, probably in the world, let alone, you know, the United States, uh, to force mandates on school-age children, to, to to force vaccines on school-age children. And the death rate is negligible. It's mm-hmm. practically zero on children. So it's actually, it's actually trying to protect adults. So using children uh, almost as... Um, you know, just uh, petri dishes to uh, to protect adults from COVID, mm. and so the parents are really wanting to put a stop to this. And what we're seeing is the shift there, where um, there's some organizing going on with regards to the community and pushing back against this. So that should this become a reality, which they're shooting for, like January first, uh, you know, my wife and I we pulled our children out of the government schools you know, about 15 years ago. There was some some years. Um, they went back to public school. Some years they were homeschooled. Some years we did private school. So we kind of, it was a mixed bag. But I can't imagine parents right now that have school-aged children that are being subjected uh, to these mandates. I mean, masks are one thing, which they're questionable how effective they are. 
but then to actually uh, force them to take a vaccine which isn't 100% effective, to say the least, and um, which uh, is really unnecessary for children. What are your thoughts on that, Loto? Um, I might, the first person that comes to mind of all people is AOC. Come on. I just want to thank her for making the best case of my body, my choice. How amazing when when she came out and said, you know, don't let old white men, you know, tell us women, you know, what to do with our bodies. Oh, my Lord. And then then they talk about, you know, the abortion thing and pregnancy and all that. And and I was just sitting there and say, amen, AOC, amen. That's right. Only women can get pregnant. Not men, only women, and thank you for making that case. <laughs> so she was doing a whole lot of great, great uh, golly work, you know, in, in that one speech. Yeah. You know, making the great case that this is my body, it should be my choice what goes into it. That's right. You know, uh, let alone, this, these are my children. Yeah. It should be my choice what goes into Brother. the children. You know, and what doesn't, you know. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But but I I, uh, I I love what what you were pointing out earlier when you talked about expanding the kingdom mm-hmm. and no matter where we are at you know and I believe you mentioned on on uh, before we went on air about uh, being glory bearers yes there's there's a picture that I really really love about being loyal to the king yeah and, and and it's 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 the it's the knight it's a knight who who's two thousand miles away from from the castle you know but that knight is shining his his armor. He's standing out there, all shined up. Everything's tight. Everything's uh, neat. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's looking sharp. Yeah. You know, and somebody say, "Well, isn't your like castle or your king? Isn't that way like, a thousand miles away? Like, I, you know, you're kind of overdoing it, right? You know." And he said, "No, I represent my king." There you go. I re- represent my king. So no matter where we're at, we gotta represent our king, even when we're in a dog fight. We represent our king. Doesn't matter if they're throwing fruits at us, if they're throwing rocks at us, we gotta represent our king. Yes. So when we do these things, we do it in love. We call you know, yeah. we, we, we stay within the boundaries, stay within yeah. the lines, you know. Um th- there are some things that we may have to cross, you know. Uh, uh the, the law of man rules the day until it comes against the law of God. There you, you go, you know, brother. You know, until it comes yeah. to the you know law of God, you know. So so you know, but but as far as with, with our children, for me, the whole vaccine issue is there's just way too many questions. Yep. There's way too many balls in the air right now. Yeah. And, and nobody can prove anything pretty much right now. Well, honestly, I think we could prove some things. They're just not being allowed to be seen. Mm-hmm. The evidence is being hidden uh, in a lot of terms. You know, you look at you look at the natural immunity versus, you know, vaccine right. immunity. Uh, it's more effective. Just a, it's yes. more effective yes. than the vaccine. It has been doing a study. They found out that natural immunity is actually 20 times better than than uh, than than uh, vaccines. Yet you know? they want to force a vaccine on a they child wanna... who's already had COVID, who has greater resistance to it than somebody who's had a vaccine, and they want to use a, an unfully tested vaccine on children and force it upon them against the parents' will. Here's my. This question. is coming from Sacramento. This is yeah. from the newly emboldened yeah. governor who just was you know affirmed by the electorate here in California. Here's a serious question that I do have that that, that I have. So okay, the vaccine. It doesn't really eliminate the the, the uh, according to what they're saying, it doesn't eliminate the the virus. Mm-hmm. It actually just helps with symptoms, right? Right. In case they get sick. Right. But it also does not uh, uh, um, uh, keep them from being carriers. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. I believe some of the studies say that they're they're even more of a carrier of the virus. So, why shouldn't we get protected for those who are vaccinated? Well, this is where, the where's thing. our protection at? Yeah, this is the thing. And so we're not saying that people 
shouldn't get back. I'm not no, saying that. No, absolutely not. But it's about absolutely freedom. Not. It's about freedom, yes. isn't it? Yes. And it's absolutely. about you know, informed consent Inf- of adults. Yes. Informed consent. So getting yeah. information, not shutting down free speech or debate on this, mm-hmm. like social media giants are doing, like Facebook and Twitter and so on. Yeah. But having uh, a, a, a healthy public debate and dialogue and on honest. this. And honest. Honest. Yes. And, and, and not you know shutting down one side. Mm-hmm. And then let people make their own decision and take their own risks with regards to yeah. getting a vaccine or not getting a vaccine. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think I'm preaching to the choir, but I encourage everybody to go get the information because yeah. I'm sorry. It's not just going to show up in your doorstep. Yeah. Only one side is going to be, be allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Our, things yeah. that we, we, we know, they're not, you got to go digging for it. Yeah. You know, because what's happening right now is they're only allowing evidence that's in their favor. And now we have to go and we have to have the debate with just only that evidence. So it, it, we're at a handicap, no pun intended. You know, we're, 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 we're at a disability. Yeah. But I wish that we, we would just have a, a, a little bit more honesty and just a little bit more open-mindedness. Come on. It's, it's amazing when you talk to some people who are pro-vaccine, and, and, and as soon as you just mention just a little bit of the other way, man, you're, you're – well, we, we're – just like the, the parents showing up to school board meetings, we're now the terrorists. We're now the racists. Right. We're the ones that hate everybody, you know. But, man, if, if some people just have just a little bit of a, more of an open mind. So, again, like, like you said, I say a big amen. We're not saying don't get the vaccine. Yeah. It's just get get the information, you know. And there's 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 too much information out there that's blurry. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and like I said, there's too many questions out there for, for me to be okay with, with, with a, my child or somebody else's child getting the vaccine when there's thousands and thousands of people that's dying because of the vaccine and almost virtually no child is dying because of this virus. Now, why are there so many Christians that are saying, you know, I'm, I'm choosing not to get the vaccine? I think a lot of it has to do with the value of freedom mm-hmm. and the fact that we're not lemmings. We, we're not sheeple. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we follow a, the, the shepherd. Yeah. We are submitted to him and we don't trust the systems of the world altogether. We know who's heading up the one world system. We know yeah. who's heading up, uh, setting the stage for a geopolitical, geoeconomic, and false religious system. So we are hesitant to just follow along. Oh, you know, get this jab, you know, take this mark, whatever. So, so, but we're to be respectful. We're to be uh, abiding by the laws. But like you said, you know, as, as, as Peter said, you know, you told the Sanhedrin, mm-hmm. you judge in the sight of God yeah. and man, whether it's a right to obey God or obey man. But as mm-hmm. for us, we will obey preach God. the gospel. We yes. will obey God. Yeah. And so, and so um, in, in talking about being those glory bearers in the context of like vaccine mandates and this new AB 1184 that's allowing, again, enabling and empowering agents of government schools to take children without their parents' knowledge, let alone their approval. Yes. Listen to this, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, from the classroom, to a, a doctor to have sex change, that's that's mutilation of their body, okay? Uh, which the a large percentage of these people, these young people later on regret. And the suicide rate and the depression rate is through the roof for those who have these sex changes. And these children are not at an age where they can make decisions about a lot of things, about driving a car or voting or, you know, decisions about, you know, getting married, you know. Uh, but yet we're allowing them to decide what gender they are. I mean, and the government is is facilitating this. And please do not tell me there's not an agenda right. with regards to this, because uh, almost a third of school age girls are choose are they're confused about their gender. Yep. And so uh, you go back twenty three years ago, that wasn't the case. There is a there is an agenda. And on that note, 
I don't want to get past this this hour, and that is that I just found out that, you know, with this whole thing that's going on in Adventure Christian Church uh, there at Tower, in the Tower District, where they've been there over 10 years, they're loving the LBGT community, mm-hmm. uh, they're serving the community, they're, they're come one, come all, and the community there, specifically the LBGTQ and, and others, are saying, you're not welcome here, church, you can't be here, you can't do a business transaction here, above the board, in free market, free America, you can't do that. We don't want you here. Well, you know, the thing is, is I found out that there's money coming from the outside, and one of the checks for $10,000 was from Ellen DeGeneres. Mm. It blows, I mean, I guess it doesn't surprise me. But so there is an agenda when it comes to wanting to distort our, the children's minds with regards to their their, ident- their very identity. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to the work that you do, you know, Loto and Ty. And, and, and Maria and, and, and such is, is that um, you're really focusing in on the true identity, which is a new creation in Christ, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we are to be those, those glory bearers. And so we don't, don't want to shrink back from reading from the scriptures here. And so we have Second Corinthians 3, where Paul's writing to the church at Corinth. He says, uh, are we beginning to commend ourselves again to you? Or do we need, as some do, letters of recommendation to you or from you? You yourselves are our letter of recommendation written in our hearts to be known and read by all. And you show that you are a letter from Christ delivered by us, written not with ink, but with the spirit of the living God, not on tables of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. So Paul is saying, look, I'm coming back to you and I'm not bringing letters of recommendation from others so that you know I'm authentic. Mm -hmm. Okay. You are my letter because yes. I've preached the gospel to you. Yeah. It's been written in your heart. Your life has been transformed by the gospel of the kingdom. So you are the very evidence mm-hmm. of my apostolic mm-hmm. authority in your life. And what I love is he says, and you are uh, our letter, the letter written in our hearts. So when Paul goes somewhere else, the Corinthian church, the fact that they're living out the gospel, mm-hmm. okay, they're, they're, they're going out in the community. They're forgiving their enemies. They're loving their enemies. They're reconciling relationships. They're serving the community. They're speaking up for what's right and good. That that is their apostles' letter of recommendation. When they travel, they just point to the Corinthian church and say, this is our authentication as Mm. apostolic leaders, right? Now, he goes on in the same chapter, 2 Corinthians 3, and um, talks about how the ministry of the Spirit is greater than the ministry of the law. And he says, we all with unveiled faces, beholding and reflecting the glory of the Lord, are being transformed in the same image mm. from one degree of glory to another. Okay? So, so when we behold the Lord, like even here on Kingdom Talk, those who are listening in and you're hearing God's word, yeah. uh, the, the Lord blesses the hearers of his word. And if he that has ears, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. And I believe the Holy Spirit is saying that that the, the gospel of the kingdom has been written in our hearts. So now we are epistles. We are the gospel in the flesh, written yes. in human hearts, yes. not on tables of stone. And we are being changed into the image of God by beholding the face of Jesus in the scriptures, in prayer, in worship, in gathering together, right, in fellowship. And then we go out and we are the glory reflectors and the glory bear at the school board meetings, you know, uh, at, at, at juvenile hall, yeah. at the marketplace, in businesses, 
in our homes, as Ty, as you explained so well, mm-hmm. um, that we are to be the living gospel of the kingdom everywhere we go. And just like last night in talking with these school board members, I was able to talk with one of the, the leaders there, the school board member, uh, and we talked for quite a bit, for quite a while. And we had a lot of common ground, you know. And so we're really wanting to support them. We're praying for the school board. Yes. Uh, we're, we're recognizing that, that, that most of them, I think, uh, hopefully are, are willing to uh, come alongside the community to take a stand against these mandates and not allow uh, the government to force uh, injections in our children. I mean, not allow government's officials, agents of the school, to take children out of the classroom without the parents' knowledge or permission to have sex change operations, hormone treatments, and abortions. The line's been drawn in the sand, Loto. Yeah. What, whatever happened to just teaching them math, reading, and writing? <laughs> I love no, it. No wonder education is so expensive and it's breaking the bank, you know? Come on. Because we've colluded it. We, we, we diluted it with so many other things that has nothing to do with their ability to write and read and do math, you know? Um, I, 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 it just blows my mind. I just cannot believe it. Usually when you talk about other or you talk about adults having anything to do with their kids' genitals, you Come go on. to jail for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now we're, we're, are we really talking about allowing strangers and other people to take them to, to get genitals mutilated? It, that, that, that just blows my mind. It, the level how of far darkness. have we come the le- and how do we get here? The level of darkness. It's, it's like, it's, yes. it's, and so parents, citizens, yeah. let's wake up. You know, when, when we stand before the Lord, mm-hmm. what's he going to say? What did you do while they yes. were hauling off children to have their genitals mutilated in the government schools? What did you do? <clears throat> yeah. It's like in, 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 in Nazi Germany. What did you do when... My people were being hauled off to gas chambers. Did you do anything? Did you speak up? Did you cross the line? Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to obey God. Yes. We're going to obey yeah. God. Now, we're, we're going to be respectful. Yeah. We're going to be yep. loving. We're, we, we stand against threats of all types. Yeah. You know, but these parents are concerned, and rightly so, that this administration, first of all, would consider them as a you know, general terrorist threat. Is, is 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 flat out is 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 unjustified and mm-hmm. and so the thing is what's going on is, is they're including critical race theory in many of the schools transgender policies graphic sexual sexual content uh, and then pandemic restrictions like masks and then even now vaccine mandates parents are in an uproar and they should be yeah now not yeah. to not to be intimidating or threatening but but should be uh, speaking up Yes, absolutely. And and if parents that show up to a school board meeting are terrorists, then tell me what Antifa is then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, they want to tear down America as we know it mm-hmm. against our traditional values of faith, freedom, okay? And they want to build a new America mm-hmm. based upon massive government giveaways, mm-hmm. increased mm-hmm. taxes to, in, to, to pay for it, and a tyrannical government that uh, stands against our freedoms in business and even in our personal lives. Again, the most dangerous thing about this whole thing, Dennis, is is the Antifa, has, their, their, their state of, um, uh, their tenets are, it's so scary how similar it is to, to what our leaders, um, you know, tenets are or their tendencies are. Mm-hmm. And that's to destroy the family. Yeah. That's the most dangerous thing you can do in a yep. society is to destroy the family unit. And if, and if you know anything about communism, and, and all that, you've got to tear down the family. You cannot be successful communist without tearing down the family. Amazing. Because you have to be the new dad. You're going to be, you, you want the place of the dad. You want to be the patriarch of the family. Yeah. You want to be the head of the family. 
You know, and, and, and it's so sad. And I say that because our biggest problem today is not parents showing up to, 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 to school board meetings, uh, speaking of their, for their rights and for the protection and well-being of their kids. Our, our, our biggest problem is not even gangs. Our biggest problem is not drugs. Our biggest problems are not any of those things. Our biggest problem is fatherlessness. Yeah. 74% of our kids, our homes, are fatherless. Mm. Let me see you try to run your, your car on 74% of your engine missing. Mm. That's a very important part of, a, of the family unit. Yeah. You know, but again, this goes way back decades when, when they, they, they offered you know uh, minority groups, hey, uh, we're going to support you. We're going to give you food, and we're going to put clothes on your back. You just have to get rid of the fathers. That's right. You just have to get yeah. rid of the fathers. My and God. now we're stuck with what we have, and, and we want to we, we want to bring up all these straw mans. Racism. Oh, it's racism. Oh, it's you know it's 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 it's, it's people not being uh, modern. You know, and, and this and that. Of course, racism is a problem. We're yeah. not denying that. We're not denying any of these things. But at the root of again, seventy four percent of our problems is fatherlessness yeah you, you you don't have to believe me but i cannot deny what i see when i go into these these uh these juvenile halls yeah no question about it i mean blm inc on their website before mm-hmm. they took it down yep says we are uh, wanting to destroy the nuclear family yes. literally i've and got a screenshot it. i actually mm-hmm. have a screenshot see? of yep. that wow. uh yeah, yeah that's what they're saying and actually promoting uh, lbgtq transgender mm-hmm. Uh, agenda and so we know we know that this battle is a spiritual battle yes, yeah and uh, as i said at the school board meeting the time before last that uh, they're not our enemy the enemy is this no, ultimately, yes. ultimately ultimately the enemy is yes. is the devil himself he's come receiver. he's come yeah. down with great wrath mm-hmm. uh knowing he has a short time oh, yeah. yeah and so with, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony the testimony of the gospel of the kingdom and so we're in a spiritual battle aren't we ty you know this is Something we got to recognize that you know there are people that uh, are just duped uh, and deceived, and and we need to love them out of that, but speak the truth yeah. in love and and help them to see the light of Christ, don't we? Yeah, I think as believers, understanding that this is a spiritual battle, yeah, and that our our weapons of this war isn't physical. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't get that mixed up with our our physical feelings and our emotions, mm-hmm. and it comes down to. Facts versus feelings. And what's the fact? Good. The fact is that we're saved by Jesus Christ and that the truth, you know, he's given us this authority yeah. as, as glory bearers and as ambassadors to stand up and talk, yeah. to stand up and proclaim this gospel and the freedoms that God has given us, you know, mm. and, and the authority, just how, how big that word is, you know, we're given authority by yes. God to protect, like we we're reading this morning in, in my devotion uh-huh. in James one, you know. Our jobs is, as as believers, you know, this religion is the widows and the orphans. And what mm-hmm. is it talking about? The fatherless. Wow. The parentless. Those right. who are in need. Those who have Lord. no direction. Those who have no yeah. no leader. Yep. So it's our job to say, hey, look, we're here for you. We're going to stand in intercession for you because mm-hmm. as, as we can see it right now, you can't stand for yourself. We're going to stand for you, pray for you, intercede for you, build you up until you come to this point where you can stand on your own. Yeah, you know, till till you come to this point where your house, when you understand that your house is on the rock, right? Because right now, where America is, we're on sand. I'm telling you, and 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 it's just it's showing, it's showing. Whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them is yes. like unto a man who builds his house upon Wise the rock. Mm-hmm. Yes, the the rains descend, the floods come, the winds blow, and it falls not because it's founded upon the rock. Amen. But whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them not is likened unto a foolish man who builds mm-hmm. his house upon the sand. The winds come, the rains descend, the floods 
beat upon the house and it falls and great, great. is the fall yes. of it. Yes. And so we're building on kingdom foundation here on kingdom talk radio in our relationships in our lives every saturday from 12 to 1 on 1550 kxex the best talk in town here in central california uh and so um in 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 continuing this and really recognizing what a what an opportune time a kairos moment uh for the gospel of jesus Mm. christ with the backdrop of the darkness of this earth and we can uh, the gospel is powerful Yes. It's it's the power of God unto salvation. In fact, uh, Lota, would you give just a quick uh, uh, call to to faith in Christ for those who are listening? There, there's somebody listening right now. Is in in their garage or in the kitchen or they're lying on their bed. It's 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 Saturday. They're they're trying to figure out how to face the next hour, let alone the next day, mm-hmm. and they don't know Jesus. I have been there. I've been in a place where I, I I thought I even thought I knew about God, but really I, I didn't even know about God, let alone I didn't I didn't know Him. Mm. You know, uh, but if you if you're, you're sitting there or you're laying down or you're driving and you're listening to this, you know, um, all of this talk is great. All, all, everything that we're discussing, it's it's healthy, it's necessary because we should always push back what we think we need to. You know, we see that it needs to be pushed back. You know, but all of that doesn't mean anything if you don't have a relationship with Jesus. Yeah. What does this all mean to you? All of this just means that there is a God and a God that is fighting for his kids. You think the parents are, are, are showing up alone to these meetings? No, they're not. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the spirit in them that causes them to get up and go and fight for their kids. And we all have that same spirit. But here's the thing. There's, there's, a, there's a difference here. Some of us, those spirit men are not alive. And if you've never met Christ, if you've never surrendered your life to Jesus, then I'm sorry, beloved, but you're the walking dead. Mm. And the walking yeah. dead is only headed to one place, and that's hell. Hell is a very real place. Hell, hell is matter of fact, hell wasn't even made for you. Hell was made for the devil's punishment and the angels that followed him. But the devil is is like that little kid who gets in trouble, and like Dennis alluded to earlier, you know, he's running out of time and he knows it. He's that little kid who gets about to get his whooping, but he points to everybody else in the room and says, "Well, what about them? What about them? What about them? What about them?" The Bible also calls the devil the accuser. Mm-hmm. And, and, and on come judgment day, because there will be a judgment day, you'll be standing before God and the devil will point everything out. Here's the thing. On that judgment day, Jesus can either be your prosecutor or your defender. Mm. The way that you make him your defender is make him your Lord and Savior now. Because if you're not ready by the time you stand before God, you will have no choice but to prosecute you. You won't even need the devil to be accusing you of that. But when you give your life to Jesus, he will not only take away the sin from you. He will not only take away the guilt. He will not only take away the shame. But Jesus will stand with you on judgment day and say, Father, everything the accuser is pointing out has been put under the blood. And I already paid the price for this one. So if that's you and you want to receive Christ, and if you want this 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 new life, I'm not promising you a better life. It's, it's better than that. I'm offering you a brand new life. Wow. Aren't you tired of the same old recycled one anyway? If you want to receive Jesus right now, it's very simple. Can, 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 I, can I leave them in a the prayer? Yes. All you have to do is ask Christ. Jesus promised. He said, look, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that I am the Lord and Savior, then I will save you. You're, you're wondering, Lord, so what am I being saved from? Well, if you don't know Jesus again, you're that dead spirit that's in the car on its way to hell. And there's no other way out. The only way is through Jesus. So until you call Christ, you're still on your way to hell. But when you call on him 
and you confess that, you know what? I do believe you rose again after you died for me. Jesus reaches in and pulls you out of that car, and now you're on your way to heaven. So let's let's go ahead and ask Jesus to do that. If that's you and you're under the sound of my voice, if you want to pray this prayer with me and ask Jesus to save save us, and just bow your heads and close your eyes. If you're driving, keep your eyes open. But just repeat after me and say, Dear Jesus, Dear Jesus here am I a sinner, here am I a sinner in, need of a savior. in need of a Savior. In fact, in fact I, do confess I do confess and believe, and believe you, died for me you died for me and rose again for me. For all it's worth, for all it's worth here's my life. Here's my Take, life. It, Take it, change it, change it and, use it and use it for your glory. For your glory. This life is no longer mine. It's yours. It's yours. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving my soul. For saving my soul. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For making me whole. For making me whole. You just made the greatest decision Hallelujah. that you've ever made in your life. Amen. Yes. You just you just made a decision that has put your name in the Lamb's book of life. Now, see, I was talking about that judgment day. So now when it comes to that you stand in front of God, God has this book and his name's in it. And when he looks in it, whatever name is in that book is going to go into heaven. Beloved, your name just got written in that book right now. And here's something else that's going on right now. You could probably hear a little bit of shouting, <laughs> but that's because in heaven, there's a humongous party of yes. thousands and thousands of angels celebrating the fact that you just came home. Now, here's some things I want you to do. I want you to get into prayer. I want you to make prayer a part of your life, everyday life. And prayer is you just talking to your father in heaven. You're just talking to him about whatever your day or your concerns, needs, or even if you want to celebrate something, just go to God and just have a, a moment with him. Second thing is get yourself a Bible. If you don't have a Bible, please write it on a Facebook comment. Let us know. We want to get you a Bible. Yes. And, and get in the habit of reading that Bible. Don't try to read all of it at once. Just take it a few verses. It's the same thing where you eat your favorite dessert, one spoon at a time. Don't try to eat the whole thing because you'll make yourself sick. The third thing is find a fellowship. Whether that's a church or a Bible study, you cannot do this thing on your own. This is a kingdom thing, not a loner thing. So f make sure that you find some fellowship uh, and, and a church. And then, and then finally, the fourth thing is go tell somebody yes. what you just did. Amen. Thank Praise you, God. Jesus, Lord, mm -hmm. that you're alive and well and you're expanding your kingdom. What a wonderful gospel presentation. And we'll be praying for those of you who put your faith in Christ today. Uh, and we're grateful that you are now a citizen of the kingdom of God. It's been a quick hour as always. Uh, my goodness. I just love your brother, you brothers. I love your hearts. Uh, uh, Loto, you are a man of wisdom. You're, you, you really are. You're before the Lord. And, uh, you know, that's where we get our wisdom. Uh, the Lord said, yes. if any of you lack wisdom, let yep. him ask of God, uh, and it shall be given unto him. So, um, it just exudes out of you again, Loto ministries, uh, yes, uh dot com. Uh, L O T O ministries.com. You can go to Facebook, big Loto or, or Loto ministries mm -hmm. on Facebook as well. Uh, again, every Saturday from 12 to one kingdom talk Praise radio, God. we are talking all things kingdom. And so we're just grateful that we can be those representatives, those glory bearers mm. of the gospel of the kingdom. As we behold Christ and go forward in faith and in love Welcome to uh, and, and truth where we're speaking forth the truth, and the love of God in Christ Jesus. Go forward in faith and love in this beautiful afternoon here in Central California and beyond. And the Lord be with you. The Lord bless you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you. And the Lord give you shalom, give you peace. Mm. God bless. We'll talk to you next time.